Post podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym. And here at the Bedpost Podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have a more in depth conversation about sex and sexuality with me. But if you, uh, you know, have ever listened to an episode before in the past, like, four months, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my Patreon first, because that's how I make money um, for all the time and energy and hours and, and legitimately, like, hours weekly I'm putting into this podcast. So if you want to throw me a couple bucks, if you're a listener and want to, you know, support the artist, essentially, you can do so at the Patreon, at, at the Patreon.com. That's not, that's not the address. At Patreon.com slash The Bedpost Show. Uh, there's three tiers. There's like uh, bonus episodes. There's audio erotica that I'm writing. Like I'm originally writing erotica for you guys and then recording it. Um, there's sexy pics and videos of like my uh, pro-dom career and whatnot. So if any of that interests you or again, you just want to support the artist, you can do so at patreon.com slash The Bedpost Show. That said, I have a fantastic guest here uh, in the studio. We're in the library right now. And uh, they are on my podcasting network, the Sonar Network. Yes. 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 <laughs> I don't know when to talk. Hi. Plug that shit. Yeah. Oh, truths be told. <laughs> truths be told. Multiple truths. It's hard to say. Truth be told, it's a comedy storytelling podcast, yeah. and it's very fun. And you, of course, are actor, improviser, comedian, Lindsay Mullen. Hi, hi I'm Lindsay yeah. Mullen. Hi, hi Lindsay. Aaron, thank you for having me on your show. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. Seamless intro. Oh, I know. <laughs> Every time, too. It was too. really good. <laughs> thank you. I Appreciate like it. it. Yeah. I, especially from you, from fellow podcaster... Yeah, I feel that I'm watching you do the intro, and part of me doesn't want to look at you because I know you can be kind of weird and self-conscious. Like, let her do a thing. Maybe I'll just look down at the floor. I'm also looking at you because I know you're a pro. But I, I definitely know everything you're doing right now. and I'm, I love it. Yeah, I feel like I'm you. Oh. I'm watching you do it, and I'm like, oh, she's great. She's, get, she's hitting the beats. I'm hitting it. I'm doing it. You're doing great. <laughs> I appreciate it. So how is your podcast doing? Uh, how's it going? What's it about? It's great. Okay, so what I love, I love when people have good stories, like at a party or on a date yeah, yeah. or around a campfire, sleepover, whatever. So I, I will get a topic, kind of like a, a discount this American life. That's what I am. I'm like a bargain bin Ira Glass. Uh, and I will find people of good stories and I try and fit them under the heading of a theme for each episode. What differentiates me from Ira Glass, other than my personality, uh, <laughs> uh, the show has a more uh, quirky sensibility, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know I'll have a an, uh, panel discussion with multiple people on the topic at some point in the episode, and and I get a quote of the episode that I like to share, and I share a true story of my own every episode too. So awesome. it's a fun little uh, fun little thing. And topic based. Topic. 
topic based. Like, do you, do you give a, a topic and then get topic, people yeah. with stories on that topic? I have to find the story. Usually what will happen is someone will tell me a great story and I'm like, ooh, that could go under the heading of dating or heartbreak or loss of innocence or something. And then I'll go find <laughs> other stories that can fit under that heading. Amazing. And yeah. And we're both in Toronto. We're both, uh, we know a lot of comedians. We do. We're in this comedy Toronto people. community. Yeah. So uh, you got a lot of funny people on oh, your pod? Oh, so many funny people. Yeah. I mean, because I know mostly comedians, it became a comedy storytelling one instead of just a storytelling one. It's yeah. great. It's really fun. Also, there's some sad shit. Yeah. So that sneaks up on people. But yeah, a little bit of heart, a little pathos, a little laughs. It's Love great. it. Love it. And um, what's great, uh, you know, not to jump right to the plug, but if you go on the Sonar Network website, Mm -hmm. what I love is you can see uh, people that have done crossover episodes, that have done an episode on this this show and on that show. And, you know, we're both here in Toronto and we're both uh, in the comedy world. We have a lot of people who have been on the pod that are similar. So, yeah, yeah. you know, if, if you're listening to someone on my podcast, they might be on Lindsay's I gotta podcast. i got to get you on because I'm, I'm going to do a sex episode soon and oh. I want someone who knows their shit. Oh, yeah, I got a few stories. Great, good. <laughs> Just a File few. File them away. Just a few. Just a few. <laughs> I'm constantly uh, accumulating stories. I don't, I don't know I'll about bet. you. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> You could have me on every day. Okay, I'd great. I have something to say. Fantastic. <laughs> Not to say that. We'll just throw to you every episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just you got to create a segment just for me. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any fun um, ideas of episodes coming up, or you got some I'm in the on bank? A dating episode right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm chasing down this one girl who has a good story, but she can't find a time to sit down and do the interview. It's I the only it. thing holding it back. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you. You want to? Let's get interesting. Let's. Okay. So, I feel like I'm ruining my own podcast by saying this, because I'm going to tell you what I... So this I was, is behind the scenes? This yeah. Is, this but is. this is a sexy podcast, so it fits, right? Of course. So, I'm, I'm doing a dating episode. I was just kind of... Originally, it was going to be called Dating Disasters, and I was finding, like, horrible Tinder date stories or whatever. Uh, and then also I interviewed my grandmother, how she met my grandfather, so I got a cute dating story. Like, oh. I was just doing stuff like variety. And then I was going to New York a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was going with a friend for five days, and I had never been on a Tinder date. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking for a relationship right now, so I thought this would be a fun way to have, like, a vacation fling. Yeah. Summer. Um, <laughs> it's the summer. It's the summer. So <laughs> I thought, great. So I swiped, matched with someone. Yeah. We chatted a little, decided to make plans for a date and then um they flaked ghosted well they didn't ghost they just said oh my best friend's birthday i double booked myself blah 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 uh, and i was like oh, okay well whatever i was on a trip i was having fun not worried about it no big deal no big deal i i was way cooler than i normally am i sent the shrug emoji and went guess it's not meant to be uh, Good for you. Yeah, but that's because it was on vacation mode. If it was like me in Toronto and someone did that, I'd be you like, I will asshole. never I'll forgive you. you. <laughs> yeah. Just rage. But I was this cool, effortless vacation me who was like, whatever, you know? The stars. Things have to align. The moon. Maybe in another life. Astrology. You know? Astrology. Exactly. Uh, so I was really cool. <laughs> I'm not normally cool. And then uh, he kept talking to me. He okay. sent me a message. He's like, Hey, I'd love to keep in contact. And I'm like, why? Yeah, I'm in Canada. I live in Toronto, yeah. Yeah, why? But then he kept talking to me. Mm -hmm. And then it got 
feverishly, oh. like sexy, oh. and then in dirty text messages, oh. and then it turned to, oh, it was just filth, and then it, <laughs> it's disgusting, urine. Uh, and then it, and then it went to, from that to Instagram, and and texting, oh. and then all of a sudden FaceTime. Oh, everything. And then all the platforms. All the platforms, and then two weeks of talking every day. Wow. Both filthy and connected. Oh. And then guess what? What? He said, I regret flaking on you so bad. I'm coming to Canada. What? Yes. Someone from Tinder who'd never met me. Is flying no. or busing or... They just went home yesterday, Aaron. I just spent the last three days <gasps> making wild animal love. With oh. someone from Tinder that I had never mm. met, but we'd talked for two weeks, and he spent lots of money, because this is the high season for flying, it's very expensive, and he flew to Canada, showed up at my door. You're kidding me! Yeah, I know, my only Tinder experience, this is it. Oh my just wild, god! Just wild sexual energy. It's like two animals, two confused Animals. <laughs> confused. You're confused. <laughs> we were very confused. Oh my god. So all of this, you know, preamble, foreplay, via text, via FaceTime, via yeah. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram's funny. Yeah. Um, did it live up to that in real life? And then some. But here's the wow. thing. Everyone in my life, first off, everyone I knew said, you're going to get murdered. Like, why the <laughs> hell would someone, after only talking to you for like two or three days, it's already started saying, I'm going to fly there. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's a little weird, but... It is, but you know what's weird is when two hopeless romantics get together, <laughs> everyone around them's like, slow your roll, but you're both just like, no. Gone gangbusters. We know what we're like. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> we know what we're we, like. We know what we're like. We know what's going to happen. And so we had, um, it just escalated. I almost flew there. I'm going to fly there in a few days. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm going for it. This is a love affair. It's a love affair. He wants a it to be more than a love affair. How? Why? How? <laughs> why? When? <laughs> Where? You're like, why? <laughs> I want more than that. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, I'm trying. He's right? like, be my girlfriend? Yeah. He's just like, um. We're dating. I'm Let's date. to you. Some very romantic things that we, I took him to Le Palette on Queen Street, that French place. Oh. He was, he he just speaks poetry, which normally I can't stand that because he's just fake. Yeah. But he's so like, I've never done this before. We're both like, so. Oh my god. Very romantic. Wow. Who knows what will happen? Because uh-huh. you know something that burns so bright extinguishes so quickly. Possibly, possibly, or. Or who knows? Or who knows? Where so where was it left? Now you're like you're gonna fly. You're like he okay, last bye. Night. I'm gonna fly out soon to see you now. Well, he said, I said, I said, I'm kind of running out of money here. I don't really have a lot of money. I'm an actor. You you have a regular job. I am not. And yeah. then he's like, I will fly you here. And I'm like, what? Are wow. you sure? And he's like, I never been more certain of anything in my life. <laughs> you guys are gonna get engaged. <laughs> you know what will happen? I tell them. You're the one person where I think I could have a... I'll be an old lady talking to my grandchildren, say there was this guy where we were romantic for two weeks and we got married in Vegas and annulled. Like, I feel like... Like, immediately. Like, yeah. I feel like that's... That might the be this. energy happening. But he's asked me 
to his credit, he has asked me to remain open. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, you don't, I'm not here to tie you down. Okay. Or, you know, get in the way of your life. I'm just saying, be open-minded, because you never know. Meaning? Like, like the possibility of legitimate relations. Other legitimate relations. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Legitimate. Yeah. That's no shame. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not asking for exclusivity. He's he's no, just he, like he's saying like I'd be open to exclusivity. Don't shut the door on it. Okay, okay. He's open, uh, just open to whatever. Just yeah. keep your yeah. Listen, Let's... before I said the legitimate thing, there was everything about this was legit. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was very it legit. Sounds illegitimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of wedlock. Yes. It's crazy. Oh, and it turns me into like a different person. Yeah, how do you feel? How do you feel? Femi, which I don't mind. I like that part of myself, but I almost kind of miss my boyish self. Mm -hmm. But he's like, I'd like to see that side of you. But yeah, I'm I'm just like, I don't know, it brings out my gender roles, which is... Interesting, yeah. I mean, that's sexy, but I also am like, I'm really, I have very mixed feelings against it. Like, is it, you're wondering, is this authentically me, or is this, you know? know? Like, there's different phases. When you're in relations with people, you can be your kind of buddy self, your friend self. And then you also get into your, like, sex mode. It kind of changes. Um, And So he might be just seeing one part of you at this point, right? Yeah, exactly. And that might be a time thing. The sex bomb, Lindsay. It's the sex bomb, Lindsay, which... (laughs) Which is probably pretty great. It's fun. She's great. Is, she's, she's a cool gal. Like, I'm not sex bomb Lindsay right now. I just had a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> I just had McDonald's. I I'm just, not. I'm not in the sex bomb mode. <laughs> but when I have an empty Baskin Robbins cup. Yeah, what do you got here? I what is be The malt shop? Oh, yeah. I it says to, malt shop on the drink. I went to a drink. malt shop before I came here for my <laughs> breakfast sandwich. It's by my house. Wow, you're really living a, a life of indulgence it's right now. all decadence, Erin. Yeah. Like, everything I'm doing is decadence. This is debaucherous. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wild. So, Have you done something like this before? Is this typical of you to kind of fall hard and fast and then... I do. I have had romances. I'd like to say I've had lovers. Yes. You like the that. word lovers? I do. I realize it makes people cringe because it's cheesy sounding. Yeah. But... Yeah. But that's the only way to describe it, because what do you call someone that, like, wasn't a boyfriend, but you were kind of weirdly exclusive without it being said, and then you had, like, maybe, like, a whole, like, a showmance. If you're an actor, you have a showmance. Sure, sure, yeah. Or, like, or you're, I don't know, you have a fringe festival boyfriend for ten days. Like, you have, like, it becomes a mini monogamous thing, or you're traveling. Mini monogamy! Oh! That's what we should call it. It's mini mini monogamy. monogamy! And then because you both feel like there's an end date coming or something, and I'm not saying that's what this is, but in the past I've had things like this. Yeah. Because you both feel like there's an end date coming. There's an expiry date yeah, on it. It, it. it opens, ironically, the, the Death, most... Depth, like the... Yeah, you start like, talking about the house you want to get together. Because you know there'll never be a house together. Right, right, and right. You right. Feel, so you can dream. You can, you can like... Dream. Yeah, let's just get completely lost in this because it's going to be gone yeah. soon. Yeah, so let's, so let's imagine just... a life we might never... It's kind of sad in a way. A little bit. A little bittersweet. Plan a life you never have. You know you will never have together. Because it's safe in a weird way. Yeah, because you won't actually ever have to commit to yeah. have a life together. And I hope that's not what's happening here. I hope that 
It's weird. I didn't want a relationship. So of course that's that's of course when it comes. Yeah, shows up. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. You know, I I was saying I have a checklist of what I want mm-hmm. in a partner. In a partner. Mm-hmm. And I said I don't know if this person meets all my checklist things. Yeah. Okay. And someone said, Yeah, but you did date guys who met the checklist, and, and didn't those work didn't out work out. So maybe you should just live in the moment. Yeah, maybe not go so hard on this checklist thing. What is the checklist? Can I ask? It's so you shallow. Act- is it? Yes. Well, well I don't know if it's shallow. I just it's just from their ego wants. Like, okay. I want okay. to date another comedian. I know that sounds weird, but I love the I love having a talent crush. Yeah. I love having that in common. There's something to that. Yeah. To being with another artist. Sure. Um, I guess there's something romantic in that to me as well romanticized career stuff. Um, I mean, some basic ones that are non-negotiable, like if I want to get married to someone, I, I know I'd like to have kids someday. Okay, so okay, someone's yeah. someone's like, I don't ever want that. That's a deal breaker for you. That'll be a deal breaker, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I want to have the same political beliefs. Sure. Yep. They, these are all things, yeah. These are all things. <laughs> they Maybe they're not all ego things, but some of them kind of... I think maybe the career one might be a bit of an ego. For me, I need sense of humor. Yeah, sense of humor's huge. I don't need, like, a, a similar career, but, like, I need somebody that has the same sense of humor, just in general, about life that I do. Of course. Like, for me, in my, like, home me state, like, I'm very silly, very goofy. Like, yeah. I'm just, like, a baby. Like, I'm, like, I'm baby. If you've ever seen that, I'm baby. that mean meme going around ever, that's my baby. Um, so I need to be able to like be like that, yeah, you know, and not be judged. And I need them to be just silly with me. So that's, that's like nice. that's a number one for Humor me. Humor is everything. Oh, for me it is really. Yeah, I agree. I'm if someone's not, it doesn't have a. Not that we have to do fun things all the time at all. Not, not nothing like that. But like you have to have like a a positive, you know, outlook. Or being playful. Playful. That's it. Playful. You want someone you can wrestle with. Yes. In a fun way. Yes. Yeah. Matt always tries to do the big butt sits on me. That's great. I have to wrestle him. You guys are cute together. The big butt sits. Oh. Is that just him crushing you with his butt? Like yeah. he sits on you? Yeah, sitting on me. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, to each his own. <laughs> what is that? What is that? You know, what is that? I, him sitting I'm on just you? kidding. You know what? I, all I'm thinking about now is next improv show. I'm just going to look at him and be like, hey, in this uh, next scene, can I get a big butt sit at some point? I just want to embarrass him. Big butt sit. Oh, is that yeah. what you call it? Do you have a name for it? It's so big can, butt sit. Yeah. Okay, I'll say that. You'll be shocked. He'll be like, how do you know about that? How do you know about big butt sit? Yeah. I know what you like. <laughs> You like to sit on some smaller lady. <laughs> do it. No, it's very funny because you you do play with Matt, meaning not yeah. sexual play, meaning no. improv play. You do a lot of sets with Matt, yeah. my husband, and it's very funny your dynamic. Like you got you guys can throw I, some. I think we're a shade. little bit opposite, but I hope he knows it's only playful. He most definitely does because I think if you can really rib someone it yes. means you like them oh yes yeah definition of friendship I once heard is two people that can take down each other's status without hurting feelings oh yeah like so, love that yeah, yeah it's just being like I can mock you but you know it's safe yeah it's I all fun I it's, don't want to hurt you yeah it's all with fun intention with and him and I are intention. different like I mean even when you and I or him and I have talked about 
even the polyamory things or things like that, because yeah. you guys know I'm a fuddy-duddy, it's kind of... <laughs> you know, it's because I know I'm threatened by things. <laughs> I know it's not because I'm right about anything. Uh, but it's kind of fun to... Things. It's kind of fun to poke with him on stage, and he knows that, and I like making fun of each other's clothes. It's fun. Oh, that's funny, it's yes. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, a really funny set I had. Uh, uh, I watched of yours recently was just people making fun of you. Everyone made fun of my clothes. Your dress that day, which I thought was a lovely dress. This is a backpedal. <laughs> this is a backpedal if I ever heard one. But it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I do like getting roasted for that kind of stuff. And know what made it okay, like made it okay to watch and mm. feel like it was all in just fun? Because you were the one to make fun of your own dress first. Yeah, you gotta give people permission. <laughs> you gave them permission, and then you gave the audience permission to laugh along. Yes. By doing you that. You know what, the, part of the thing that's hard, and I feel like I have to be the one to make fun of Matt first on stage, because there's a there's this whole, and rightfully so, men are trying to be more sensitive to women and improv and, and all that. Um, but sometimes I wish I could just take uh, gender out of the equation and just be like, go ahead. Say, mm-hmm. I bet you can make fun of me as much as you like the audience will go with it. No yeah. one's going to think you're a misogynist. Yeah. So, but I know that he wants to be a good guy. So I'll make sure to say some real shit about his shirt. <laughs> just so he'll give it back. Just to take him down a peg. Just to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay, you said having kids is a deal breaker. Yeah, I I mean these are just when I does that when does that ones. come up? So say if you're you're I've brought it up morning after the first time I had sex. Yeah, I have no problem saying that. <laughs> what do you yeah. say? What do you say? On my last relationship, I rolled over in the morning, <laughs> opened my eyes. He opened his eyes, and I said, "You want babies? <laughs> oh I don't need them now. I don't want them actually for a really long time. But if you know you don't need them, you need to tell, tell me, me right, right now." now. <laughs> Right now. And he went, I'm open to it. And I'm like, great. Cool. Let's, let's get breakfast. We won't talk about it for a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm not in a hurry. I, I wouldn't mind having kids. Like, when the doctor says to me, I don't think you should try, it's dangerous, oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> that is, when they're like, there's going to be something wrong, I'm going to be like, okay. Noted. <laughs> noted, but ignored. And noted and ignored. <laughs> because I would like to be like, I want to wring out all the fun of my life. I want okay. To do no before fun that, left. yeah, I want to be like the last possible minute. Yeah, like I'm gonna go to a nightclub and they're gonna be like, "You're not allowed in here. You're a pile of gray <laughs> dust." And I'll be like, "Time to have a kid." I'm ready. Let's do it. Where's that guy in the bed that said he'd be open to it? <laughs> Where he at? What's his number? What's his name? Yeah, this is this is what I want. I'm like. So, okay, you mentioned, um, um, what did you say? You have judge, you have judgments about things? You have... Insecurities? Insecurities. You said something fear, um, fearful about things. So... Oh, I'm threatened. You're threatened. Like, threatened. You, you're threatened by polyamory specifically? Yeah, but that's only because I'm, like, a needy baby. Like, that's why. I'm baby, I get it. Like, um, I, I get jealous, and I get possessive, and yeah. they're... That's a, both a bad and a good trait. And all mm-hmm. you gotta do is find someone that's on the same page as you. Uh, like, jealous of what, for example? Um, talking to another person? No, not talking to another person. I I would like them to have friends. Um, platonic I, friends. Yeah, I guess 
you know what it is? It's it's this sick artist desire of being special, mm. being irreplaceable. And if they like, you know, I guess somehow that ruins the fantasy that I that I'm irreplaceable. It's very mm -hmm. juvenile, I'm mm -hmm. sure, but I. It's there. I'm literally holding a teddy bear I yeah. found in the room. <laughs> in the library. There's a stuffed teddy bear on my lap as I'm telling you about how I need to be special. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're baby feelings. And, and they're not... Yeah, they're not mature. But, but I'm kind of okay with that because I've been with men who have the same feelings, so it kind of works. Just as okay. I imagine if you're polyamorous, being with another person who's polyamorous is pretty important. Yeah, um, and I mean, I mean, yes, and then also, I also have a thing where I need to feel special, and how I think of it, I think in the context of polyamory, is that every partner you have is special in some way, mm -hmm. for sure, is special, you know, just because you, you know, you can be special in a different way than somebody else is special to a person, Right. You know? Yeah. Just because I mean, you know, this much to this person doesn't mean that I, you know, I also that I can't also find somebody else really meaningful in a different way and not have it be competitive. Um, but I can also mean a lot to several people. Yeah, I can be special to several people and pe several people can be special to me. Sure. I guess breaking do it down. Do you need, when it comes to romance, I'm curious, do you need like a pecking order, like a hierarchy? Um, I think we only do because we cohabitate and we are married. So that just means that we will spend the most time together. We will, we are the most comfortable together because we get the most. Do you see people right now? Uh, right now I am in an interesting place because I, I had two dates with a person, two really great dates with a person, and then they went away on vacation for like three weeks. Mm -hmm. So they're just getting back. Like, I think they just got back yesterday. Right. So I'm like, been kind of eager for them to get back to like, st because I was feeling a bit of that, like NRE, uh, that, that fun energy where I'm like, Ooh, I like a person. This is fun. Like this actually hasn't. And it doesn't mess up anything with Matt. No. That's good. No, it has nothing to do with Matt. Right. Okay. Really? I'm just asking questions. Yeah. 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 Just curious. Yeah. Um, I mean, Matt, yeah. Like Matt has his thing going on as well. So it's. What's his thing? What's, his thing? What's his thing? He doesn't love when I talk about it on the podcast, oh, so I won't okay. go into details, but Matt has a long-term girlfriend, right? essentially. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of doing the play partner thing, so I don't have a lot of emotional, like as you were saying, like romance and romantic connections. I don't really feel that often with other people other than Matt. Um, oh, it's just a sexual thing. Yeah, or just like a friend thing that we also do like kinky play together or, you know, have sex once in a while, but they're like a friend of mine. So they mean a lot to me in that way, but I don't feel like romantic feelings. I wouldn't call it like, yeah, I wouldn't call it romance. Right. Interesting. Yeah, you're like, right. No, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, because as soon as you feel so it has to be someone you're really connected to. It's no one that you're like, I'll never see this person again. You, we wouldn't have like a, or would you have like a sure. one night? Oh, you would. Sure. If okay. that came across to me, sure. Yeah. 
But I feel like there are a lot of things with polyamory that um, that may not be as easy for me to do, possibly. Ooh, now I'm curious. What, like, what's something that wouldn't be easy to do? Like, um, for me, it would be like, okay, you have to host or else it can't happen. Like, what do you mean host? Like, for if there's got to be a place that you have where we could go have sex or or oh, okay. fool around or whatever we're going you, like, to do. Or d'oeuvres. I didn't know what you meant by that. <laughs> you have to host the dinner party. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Drinks involved. Um, <laughs> so there's a thing. Location is a thing that has to be like kind of figured out. Right. And then also it's like, oh, if I'm out somewhere, I'm out a lot of places with Matt. So that's not really an option. Like, I'm not really talking and flirting with boys or uh, people of any gender if Matt's there. Oh, yeah. Do you keep that stuff so, away from each other? Um, like, yes and no. other person? Oh, yeah. Lots of times. Oh, really? Lots of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be, like, cruising with Matt in the room. That's just not something I would desire to do. That's not something he would probably feel comfortable with. Right. That's just not so. If I'm hanging out with Matt, I'm hanging out with Matt, and I'm not really thinking about like, oh, who's who's looking good in this room? Like that's not a thing. Okay. When I'm with a person, I'm like with the person. I have a question for you. Oh sure. And I've sat up at night wondering oh. about you and Matt. <laughs> um, here's okay. So let's say one day you woke up, not saying you would, but let's mm-hmm. say you one day you woke up and you're like, I've now just decided that for whatever reason, I don't want to do this polyamory thing anymore. Right. Or one of you felt that way. Right. And you told the other person. Right. Is that a deal breaker for you guys? Or would, or would you guys go, okay, fine. I'll do monogamy with you. Because... It would, I don't think it would be that black and white. That would for sure open up a whole conversation. Right. In which... You know, we would have to, like, Matt has a girlfriend he's been seeing for years. That's yeah. not, I can't suddenly wake up and be like, oh, good, I want monogamy. That's what you think, but you could, and now I'm curious. I that's could do that, but I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. No, of course what not. What would happen if you did? Then he <laughs> might think of me different, because that wouldn't be me then. That wouldn't be a thing I would do. Those, that's not a value I believe in. In taking away this lovely relationship that Matt has with a person who I like, I like her very much, and I love Matt very much. It's yeah. not. It's like that. That doesn't make sense. That's not a scenario we would ever be in. Oh, and I, I w- and I wouldn't be me if I would ever demand that of Matt. That's not my value system. Huh. You know. No, I know. However, you would. however, if it was, you know, in some way, I became uncomfortable with something happening with his the way he's practicing his polyamory or with whom, mm-hmm. you know, I could voice that. And then that would just open up a big conversation about it. Like, okay, so what exactly is bothering you about it? You know, let's break this down. Like, what are some things we can do to help you stop feeling that way? What do you need from me? Perhaps I worded this wrong. I mm-hmm. don't think you would ever do that. And I, I know. It I know it's like, a hypothetical. I, yeah, I just mean more, uh, I guess, is being monogamous or, or being poly poly is it a non-negotiable for any serious long-term partner for you for me um is that your uh deal breaker no i don't think it is actually i've done a lot of monogamy i've yeah i've done a lot of monogamy and i've done a lot of not monogamy (laughs) non-monogamy people some people call it not not monogamy um so i've done both so for me that's not 
a total deal breaker. Say if like, okay, if we flip the situation around and Matt woke up one day and he was like, hey, I'd really like to, you know, maybe talk about doing just monogamy for a while or, you know. Right. Or now. Yeah. I would be open to it for sure. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. I think that was what my question was. If that was more what the question was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I, I do mon- like little puzzles in my head, hypothetical too. Because like, for example, yeah. I would never want to live in the suburbs. I hate the suburbs. Oh. And I'm like, what if I was with my dream man and he was perfect and we were just great together. And, and he, he needed like, to live in the I suburbs for some reason. I need to live in some a reason. stucco disaster house. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what would I do? Would I do it? What Maybe I'd do it. Would I make, and I start making like weird bargaining in my head for some guy I've never met. Just yeah. walking down the street. Yeah, I feel like questions like that, it's, like, it's not always that easy. Like, black and white. Like, I'm sure you guys could reach a compromise. You know, for example. He was like, I need but this. Aaron, that sounds so mature. <laughs> Here's the problem with that. Aaron, you don't understand. I'm a that black sounds and white a lot thinker. like adulting. Yeah, that sounds really. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Okay, let's talk things out. <laughs> so I'm assuming you've never done polyamory. I'm oh, gonna I'd just. Be wretched I'm at just it. gonna go and assume that. I'd be wretched <laughs> at it. Could you imagine? Could you imagine me being polyamorous? What a nightmare that would be for everyone involved. Um, I mean, I've had lovers or, or I've had... I've been casually t- dated, you know, oh, yeah, like, I've, you know. I've had, listen, I've done the, in my wild times, been wild. like... <laughs> yes. Been uh, hooked up with one dude and within 24 hours walked over to his place in the other guy's shirt and fucked him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe I just said that on a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's God not good. damn it. Okay, back in the day. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I've had those kind of things or lots of romances in short periods of time. Sure. I'm definitely someone who, like... They've overlapped a bit or they've, you know... Yeah. I've I've never... I've never been one to throw out old things. So I understand the idea that you can have a love that never lasted a lifetime, but it still matters to you later. So that, yeah. I really... The idea of liking or caring about people at the same time and just being different... I really you get, that. get that because, you know, I've talked to some guys who they like they threw in the garbage the old letter that the old girlfriend wrote to them because they just wanted it's that's not the like past. that. Yeah, I don't look at the past. I'm not like that at all. I'm like, uh, even if you hurt me so, it ended so sour. I'll keep your photo in a little shoebox. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no we shared. You know, time yeah, together, meaningful time together. time together. It doesn't matter how it ended. Yeah, you could have ran over my dog. I'd probably keep the picture in the little shoebox. Yes. Yeah. So there, I get that holding places for people, kind of yeah. in your heart. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I totally get that. It's kind of like that. Polyamory is kind of like that, but in the present. Yeah, and then I'm like, you guys are nuts. <laughs> you're like, no. In the present, that's nuts. Sets fire to the shoebox. <laughs> Sets fire to the shoebox. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> okay, we're gonna uh, on on that's nuts. We're gonna go right into a break. Yay! <laughs> and then we will be right back with actor, improviser, podcaster Lindsay Mullen. See you soon. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all. Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. 
Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm here with <laughs> this lovely podcasting guest who is shaking her head at me right now because I called her a Rudy Tooty Prudy on the break. You called me a prude on the break. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> no. I was like, okay, what I would love not to do is, is take you into the not a prude. I have literally barked during sex yes, like you a dog. Have. I've had yes. men bark at me. Yes. Barking like a dog. I I'm not a prude. No prude a- barks. <laughs> no prude barks. I didn't mean it in that way. I was like, I would love to now pick your brain about kink because I'm like, you, you. I think you set up this thing for yourself in the first half about being like, um, you know, monogamous and you know maybe having some. What was the word you said again? Threatened. Fe- threatened. Threatened. <laughs> Am I the most boring person that's been on the podcast? Oh my god, no. Is everyone else just like swinging from their ceiling? Oh my god, no. And I love to have, I love to have a variety of perspectives and experiences and people. And I I think it would just be a fun thing to go into the kink world with you. Okay, first. From what I know about you through the first half of this podcasting episode. (laughs) First, and I hope this doesn't make me sound like a Rudy Pudi. Whatever you say. Yep. Uh, define kink. <laughs> that's 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 a great thing to uh, to clarify because I feel like kink is so broad. It's so right. so so broad. Mm-hmm. It's any form of alternative sexuality okay. that doesn't involve doesn't involve like penis centric heteronormative sex. Oh. Anything outside that realm, I feel like can fall into the I definition of kink. I penis-centric. Um, <laughs> I do like... I'm pe- I love a penis. Area. I love a penis as well. I'm not I'm not knocking penises. Can, can you give me some examples, some acts, and I'll let you know if I do them? Sure. Yeah. Um, Just so I know. Some impact play, also known as, you know, spanking or... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blood vessels break on this ass. Yeah. And I don't like it when someone's nervous when they do it. Like, when they want to spank, I'm usually the one... When I get into bed, I tell guys what I like instantly. Good for you. And they're yes. always kind of like, oh, Whoa. shit, there's a whole thing you like. I'm very specific. Good for you. I'm the most talkative person in bed. Yes. Only dirty talk. I can't get off without it. Oh, I'm I'm just, my mouth never stops. I'm the same way. Yeah, I yeah. can't get off without it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how there's people that are silent in bed. 
yeah, that, that right away, I'm just like, I, my mind is wandering. I'm starting to get a weird narrative in my head. I'm trying to like dirty talk to myself in my head. Yes. Like, so I'm not, I don't feel connected to the person then. Cause I'm like, then I'm trying to, cause I need to do the same thing. I'm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a dirty talk queen. Nice. I mean, that's how I knew this would work out with that dude that flew here. Is yeah. he did a whole dirty talk thing and it was and he was good at the he dirty was talk. Very good. He really the met di- me there and yeah. I was like, "This will be fine." Love it. Love it. Yeah, this will work out. This will be just. This will be good. And it was perfect. And, yeah, it was yeah. great. And it he was out. same thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's an animal. He wasn't. He was a rogue animal. He was like <laughs> feral. He was yeah. He was like a like a day raccoon. <laughs> you know how they're only supposed yeah. to be out at night and you're not supposed to go up to one in the day because they're just. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a day raccoon. Oh my god, day raccoon. That's, that's my, yeah. <laughs> uh, will, what are some other things? Um, okay, so yes, dirty talk, spanking. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love okay. both Have things. you used any other sort of impact with, with um, like, for instance, like a flogger or a, a paddle or a, a what? What's a flogger? A what? A flogger is like a thing. Terribly unsexy word. <laughs> you <laughs> flogger. flogger. What's a flogger? Uh, it's just like, a, a, usually made from like leather or suede or something. It has many tendrils. Many, many tendrils. I have one of those. <laughs> you just didn't know what it's called. I just don't use it. It sits next to my underwear. Don't like it? I, someone gave it to me as a gift. Oh. But I've been wanting to... I have a lot of guilt around it. Like, I should use it. I feel bad. <laughs> you feel bad that you haven't used it. I haven't Marie condo it out of my life yet. Yet. So, I have it. You yes, still have the chance. I do have it. <laughs> yes. Okay. See, oh, look at me. Look at I, that. You, you I just all, reminded you of a thing. You all thought I was Charlotte York from <laughs> Sex and the City. Charlotte. I'm slowly becoming Samantha. Let's do it. What else? <laughs> all right. You mentioned barking. I'm very interested in this barking thing. Pet play was happening? What was happening? It has a name? Yeah. I invented it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's was this, yeah, was this like uh, a um, primal? Is some people identify yeah. as being very primal in the bedroom? jokey. Yeah, okay. But yeah. also kind of real. It was weird. I don't even know if I, in- I think I may have intellectually found it exciting more than the actual thing. Yeah. I remember being all fours, looking at the guy and going, Arr, Arr, and he went, Arr. And I was like, yeah, yeah, something's happening. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> very exciting. Yeah. But it's more silly to me. I've done a lot of, I've, I'm also very open-minded. For men, I, I was once with a man who wanted to be, like, hurt. Yeah. A lot. Um, in what way? Like, punched in the stomach. Yeah, stuff. okay. So, rough body play. Yeah, and in, I was sexually completely not into it, but mm-hmm. intellectually, it was like an acting exercise. I was very excited, and I wanted to give him a very good experience. Yes, I beat the shit out of him. Love it. He was very happy. Yes. Have are, have you ever had that uh, venture into CBT? So like doing anything cognitive to cognitive behavioral to a... therapy. <laughs> I actually am in cognitive. It's not, not the same CBT. Not the same. What kind of... Cog and ball torture. So like, you know, what? a little bit, a little bit of just flicking the balls. You know, a little, so that a little... is so much more intense than, than cognitive behavioral therapy. I didn't it know is. what CBT was going to stand for for you. Cog and ball torture? I mean, but it's a spectrum like anything else, right? You torture. can tap the balls, flick the balls, squeeze the balls a little bit. Torture! <laughs> It's an extreme word. It's so extreme. (laughs) (laughs) What am I like? Waterboarding someone for answers. See, this is why I knew this would be a funny conversation. (laughs) 
torture. I yeah. never want anyone to have sex with me and ever line that up with the word torture. torture. <laughs> okay, okay. But yes, okay. Um, no, I guess no. I've never done anything like that. So, so in that case, nipple torture. How do you feel about it? Have you ever used a nipple clamp or a nipple sucker? Is that what nipple sucker? clamps are for? To torture? Yeah, it's a, a nipple. I mean, you could call it nipple play. You could call it nipple torture. You could call it... Anything really in and that? And they're excited because I'm torturing them. Yeah, this is hilarious. And just like you were said, this is hilarious. <laughs> just like you were saying, you know, it can be an intellectual thing, an emotional thing. Like it doesn't have to be like going really nuts on their nipples or on their balls or whatever. But it's just the idea of being tortured is like, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to be out of ten. It's actually physically doing the thing but it's the idea of it the fantasy of it the when i hear this all i can think is like how how interesting that there is a world where there's so many different types of people it's so like true. The, i can't connect to it and yet i know there's probably people that would just get so happy about it yeah so i uh, know not that anything else you got role play role play. you're an actor have you ever been a naughty nurse or been a... Okay, been a... I've done role play. <laughs> I have done that. I did it the other day. Yes, you did. Yes, I've done that. Oh, I've done that. What yeah. were you? Who were you? What was your story? I don't know. Morning Glory. Canada Revenue Agency. <laughs> <laughs> and they they were handing in all their, their actor movie stunts. Uh, no. Just imagine if that was thing. I'm a sexy accountant. I'm, a, I'm for H&R Block. You have one hour. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what? I mean, you know what? Doing a burlesque show, because I have uh, yes, one, yes. means I had some spare costumes lying around. Oh, I'm sure you do. So that's that's where I... Um, Put on some costumes, costumes. Acting like a little... I've been a little okay, character. I've been a little, I've been a little French maid before. Oh, little French maid, Cl- classic. It's classic. It snaps. For I have done maid. that before. Were you cleaning? Uh, <laughs> I was on a smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> she was on a smoke break, and I was like, "Do not talk to me. <laughs> talk off. Uh, I'm not interested in you." <laughs> Um, so he no, likes yeah. the ignoring thing, eh? <laughs> yeah. Some people get off no, of being Yeah, I've done that before, sure. Yes. Yeah. I do like to be the submissive one, is kind of my thing. Okay, all right, all right. that's really sexy. Yeah. Uh, it's probably pretty, um, I feel it's pretty mainstream. I wish I could say something more not mainstream, but I bet that's pretty mainstream. I mean, it's, what's fun about kink is that it's, um, is that it's subversive, right? Mm. So, that it is taboo. Yeah. That's what's fun about it. So even though lots of people are doing it, and even if it's a common kink, you know, it's still it's still got that kind of, ooh, it's bad. Ooh, it's, it's wrong. Bad. It's and that's why it's, it's fun. I yeah. love all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I love saying bad and it's wrong. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you my we big thing. We shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I'll tell you I'll tell you my big thing that I, I really do say a lot. This is embarrassing. Lay it I'm on me. I'm not even sure if I want to say this on a podcast. How many people listen to this? <laughs> no know? one, no Probably one, no one. Barely know. anyone. <laughs> I like the word daddy. Yeah. Daddy. That's, that's the, that's the kicker. Hurt me, daddy. <laughs> yeah, daddy is a, daddy's a big one. Yeah. I didn't know I even liked that until, uh, in my mid-twenties, I was having, like, a one-night stand and someone 
someone whipped out the daddy. Straight up asked me yeah. what I wanted to call it's him. Like, yeah, great. Oh, I love and that. And I didn't, I never, and I just blurted it out half question, like, Daddy? But yeah, daddy? Daddy? <laughs> Father? Daddy? Um, uh, dad? <laughs> dad. No, dad, that's fucked. I yeah. can't deal with that. Yes. That's too much for me. Yeah, daddy's fine. Dad's dad fine. is too... Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then from then on, I was like, oh, that was fun. Oh, I like that. That was, that touched a nerve somewhere. Was that make you feel like... I, yeah, I don't know. I get in this, like, this is what I was saying about the gender role thing. I mm. really like this, like, he's kind of macho, I'm kind of femme. Maybe because I don't feel femme all the time. That's, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's feminization. That's a kink as well. Um, and bio, like, bio femmes can do... What's a bio femme? Just, like, AFAB femmes. Like, they can do a feminization role play. Where it just like you're saying, you you do role. You're essentially doing role player. You know, you're accessing a part of yourself and bringing it out um, in vo- a bedroom. My voice a- changes too. Yeah. In romantic scenarios, I get a little bit. It gets a little babyish. Yeah. It's weird. A little higher, a little. Well, yeah. I yeah. can't help it. Because feminization is a, a fun kink that and people of any gender can explore. Sure. And it means different things to different people. Like, it can be a fun expression of gender. Yeah. You know? Or it can be something that is humiliating, feels humiliating to you, and that's sexy. Isn't that so strange? You know, I... It's good when you're in it. If you could step back from it, you'd probably be very embarrassed watching you with another person. Oh, yeah. Probably, oh, I can say that for sure for myself. It'd probably be horrifying. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, cringy. Now um, what is she doing? Oh, my God. Oh, what are you oh, doing? Embarrassing. It's just so embarrassing. Oh, God. Uh, but she looked at the camera. Why is she Why is she, why is she <laughs> look? She feels like she's looking at me. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We've gotten so deep in it. I love it. You're learning so much about me. How about how about uh, fluids? <laughs> As you drink I'm your malted, sorry. your Thank malt you. shop. It's my malt soda shop. water. Thank you for ruining that drink of water. <laughs> right, ask me right while I'm sipping my water. <laughs> fluids. How do you feel about fluids? And I'm interested in how you take that question. What okay. do you take from that? I'm question? assuming. <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and think that you're so innocent and sweet that you're talking about a nice cocktail before we go to dinner. Um, you can do a fluid cocktail. Wait, ew, what does that mean? What does that mean? Karen! Guess! Is pee? It can be one of the fluids in the cocktail. What's another fluid? What is another fluid, Lindsay? leakage? <laughs> You know, you could do a traditional fluid cocktail might be a, a little, a traditional fluid cocktail. Like the book, the book that, the bartending book where it tells you all the cocktails. What are we talking about, um, You could do, yes, you could do pee, you could do maybe a bit of squirt is in there, okay. a bit of spit is the in there. Squirt is, is pee, right? No. I saw a thing on the internet that said it was pee. No. I literally a, a told very... a guy the other day it was pee. I'm telling people, I'm spreading misinformation. <laughs> spreading misinformation. It can it? have a very small percent, like it, it can have a small percentage of pee in in it because it shares the same pathway. 
but um, it's G-spot fluid. Oh, I don't think it's I got not. any of that. <laughs> you don't have any of that in there? No, I, Maybe you do. I never, I've never come from um, internal... Simulation? Yeah, I'm, I'm like uh, on... I gotta rub it out and that's it. And I I feel bad about that. Like, I, every, no. every guy I'm ever with always wants to be like the first <sighs> or thinks he's the exception to like... My life of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Always... I'm broken and you'll fix me right now because you are that good. Like, yeah, I know. It happens constantly. But I roll. But I, I don't know what it is. Do you think... Are people, some people capable and some aren't? Yes, definitely. It's all, our gen- everybody's genitals are different and have different layouts. I don't um, even know how many holes are down there, Aaron. <laughs> There's a couple. I might buy a mirror. Yes, buy a little up. hand mirror. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know. Like, actually, it's funny. I used to know, like a year ago, I think I knew. <laughs> and then forgot. And then I forgot. <laughs> and so I... Sometimes you get nervous when someone even jokes about holes down there, or if you're in an improv scene and someone says something like about that. Yeah. I don't even answer because I <laughs> think I might be wrong. <laughs> like as if, okay, wait. I'm gonna try and guess. Right yeah, now. I bet you can do it. Okay, hold on. Let me think. Yeah. Is the poo one? Yeah. <laughs> the poo one. Is the pee one? There's. Yeah. And I'm ninety-eight percent sure the pee one isn't the sex one in that. Uh, Correct. Three, three. Correct. There's three. three. Yeah. And the Sometimes vagina. Sometimes I say two. <laughs> the poo one, the pee one, and the sex one. And or tampon one. <laughs> I think I'm right. Three. You did great. Okay, good. You passed Sometimes the test. Sometimes I said two. Sometimes I said two. <laughs> I think sometimes I've said two. Uh, oh, no. Am I the most green person you've had on the show? Oh, I love it, Lindsay. You're not. No. Have you had some I've had people. No, I've had people. sweethearts on the show? Yes, definitely. I've had uh, virgins on the podcast. I've had people who are chased, uh, purposefully chased on the podcast. I've had all types. I love to have all types of... I've had people at the very, very beginning of their journey. Um, I've had people that, you know, didn't have sex until their 40s. I've had... All wow. over the map. Super kinky people. Super poly people. Super monogamous people. Super, like, I love to, honestly, honestly, I want every perspective that I can get on here from my guests. Wow. That's a, my goal. Sweet. And for me, it's an issue if I'm presenting people that, oh, I, you know, I have 10 orgasms a day. I can orgasm in all these different ways. I have sex with all these partners. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, yeah. if I'm presenting that, then folks who aren't doing that and can't do that and have no desire to do that. Yeah. So I feel like that, I feel like that, um, it's important to, you know, represent every, everybody and not alienate anyone when, uh, you know, when they're listening to my podcast, I want everybody to relate to something in some way. And I think that's very important to have representation of everyone on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. We're pretty much wrapping up here. So this has been lovely. Thank you. I love you. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank <laughs> you for getting me to share so much. Truth Be Told is my podcast. Yes. Where can we find Truth Be Told? Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, the internet. <laughs> Do you want anyone to follow you personally on your Instagram, Lindsay Mullen stuff? At Lindsay Mullo, L-I-N-D-S-O-M-U-L-L-O. Okay, perfect. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh my god, you're very welcome. I'm going to do my wrap-up stuff 
by myself, but I would love to uh, thank you so much, Lindsay, for being thank so you. open and honest and hilarious and lovely today. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. And that's what happens when we almost get away scot-free in the library before a big family just barrels in and starts being super loud. (laughs) But we're almost done the podcast, so it's not quite worth it to go all the way up into my condo and finish off those last, uh, you know, 30 seconds. So, uh, just doing my usual sign-off stuff here. Uh, If you're listening to Bedpost Podcast on a podcasting app, a rating and reviewing goes a really long way. You know, also, like, sharing it around, that's really awesome, and I appreciate uh, all the um, word of mouth that happens with the podcast. We do have a website. It's bedpost.ca. We do have a stage show that happens monthly here in Toronto at the Social Capital Theatre the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. We also have a new Instagram account that is at the Bedpost Podcast. We have an email that is thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. And we have um, a YouTube channel. It is The Bedpost Sex Show on YouTube. And that has been reinvigorated. We are starting a fun new series where I review fun sex toys with funny people. It's my focus on independent creators, and I'm getting Toronto comedians to review the toys with me. So go check that out. We're going to be putting out a new episode monthly, I believe, is the schedule for that. It's really fun and funny and uh, also informative about fun, cool, innovative, independent sex toy creators. So there you have it. Lastly, a huge thank you goes to Stephanie Copeland, who does all the original music for my podcast. You can check out the rest of her music and her art at stephcopelandmusic.com. Thanks everyone for listening and... I'll see you next week with another fun, sexy guest here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality. Bye, bye, bye.